0: ready to hear some noise tonight you're just seconds away from let's go blues radio i know that we're all people just sitting here uh looking at um nick eat a banana uh, (laughs) right now I can't even focus That looks like
1: a tasty banana. The Burger King here in Troy has been uh, advertising for managers for a
2: while, so we'll go through there next week. Eric Brewer was so bad. (laughs) The Blues had made the playoffs 25 straight seasons before Eric Brewer arrived. After Brewer donned the note, the Blues missed the playoffs every season that Brewer was a Blue, except for one.
0: No doubt about it, eh? You're listening to Kurt, Bill, and Jeff on Let's Go Blues Radio the original St. Louis Blues Hockey Fan Podcast. Take it away, boys.
2: Welcome to Season 5, Episode 16 of Let's Go Blues Radio. We are live on Wednesday, February 22nd. 2017 as somebody fell off their stool This is franchise episode number 97 all the time If you're a new listener, Let's Go Blues Radio is a weekly program that talks St. Louis Blues hockey We welcome listeners to call in and chat with us live on the air, as well as tweet us questions or comments. Just send those tweets to at LGBT radio, and we will read them on the show and to chat with us live go to letsgoblues.com slash radio and click on the join us graphic in a few moments when we get that up my name is kurt price and joining me this evening once again mr bill day and mr jeff ponder gentlemen how are you tonight
1: well like, you know, it's, I,
2: know, I think your, your your microphone sounds muffled ah uh, there you go how's you that go. how's that That's
1: much better gotta get used to doing this from the phone
2: take the take the ski mask off your face
1: yeah, <laughs> uh, I was—I was gonna make a joke that you know your, your thing about uh, when we get it up um, is you know you're you're looking for more sponsors from you know uh, pharmaceutical
0: companies this time.
2: <clears throat> <laughs> Pfizer, Pfizer, <laughs> Merck.
0: yeah. But and uh, I just want to point out again that uh, just so the world knows year that the Blues made the playoffs without Eric with Eric Brewer he didn't play so I just want the world to know that after hearing that opening
2: <laughs> play 14 games something like that right 14 17 uh, games? So probably lost them all oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, the uh, we have we uh, on our letsgoblues.com website we added a brand new shop so if you're looking for a t-shirt you can check that out. There's a, a few uh, uh, novelty items up there for uh, one with the checker dome, one with our logo, one with uh, Missouri state of hockey, uh, a couple others. So um, give it, give that a look at let's go and the, uh, the uh, shop link at the top. Um, Bill, the, your, I think we each have a beer of the episode this week. So beer of episode number 97. So do I, we mm-hmm. all do. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill, what do you got?
0: I
1: have uh, Hoppin Frog uh, Burst the Crusher Rum Barrel Aged Imperial Oatmeal Step. It's a mouthful, and it's quite tasty.
2: Every, every time you have a beer on the show, I'm thinking, man, that sounds good. i got to have one of those. Yeah, fire time. That's that, It's right down the road. I will have to get one.
1: Yeah, well, if they had unlimited stock last time I was there. so
2: Unlimited or Limited. Limited. Oh, so
1: get there get there soon
2: uh, very good uh, my my beer this evening episode 97 is the Wells Banana Bread Beer I'll hold it up to the I, I've seen this in the store for many many months or years and I have never I've always wanted to give it a go and I decided to and it's quite good you can actually we were talking before the show the, the, you can taste the banana bread it's pretty good so it's a unique brew. Combines all the traditional qualities and style of a Charles Wells beer with the subtle flavor of banana. So it's uh it's good, it's good. Ponder, what do you got? Well, I have a beer that
0: um it seems I was actually looking it up earlier to see what people were saying about it, and uh, it's actually got a pretty poor rating. But I I'm a I'm a local guy. I uh, as you guys have already heard that uh, listen to the show. I, I support the local brewers, um, and not the Milwaukee brewers, but the local. Or the Eric's. Brewers. Or the Eric brewers. <laughs> I do not support those either. Uh, but I have the Urban Chestnut Fantasyland. It is the quote-unquote Midwest Coast IPA ale. Um, a lot of people say it's flat uh, and not well-balanced. I, I actually disagree. I like it. Uh, it's got a very biscuity flavor, if that makes sense. Um, it's when you pour it, 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 it instantly has a real white head on it, but the minute you, I don't know, take it, take a drink of it, it just disappears. And I, it's just got a real smooth flavor for me for an IPA. So I, uh, I recommend it. Give it a shot. See what you think. Don't listen to me. Don't listen to the critics. Make your own opinion. There you go. That is uh, words to live by. <laughs> don't, don't listen to the critics. Unless, uh, unless you want to go see the movie Vanilla Sky, then listen to the critics because it is the worst movie ever made.
2: Oh please! I thought it was good. Have you seen I it? I saw it, it a had... lot, like twenty years ago. I saw it. It was oh. it was good. You liked it? I think it had... I did. I was so Watch it, it again. Was So long ago.
0: It had the only good part about it was Penelope Cruz.
1: It had some redeeming qualities, but yeah, it was it was a little uh, a
2: little bizarre. I think okay. I own it. I think All I right. own it.
0: Batman and Robin was worse. I'll say that. <laughs> There's
2: uh, there, there there are not many movies that are that are worse than that movie. I used to see you, Batman. Oh my god, the hockey <laughs> scene, the hockey scene in that movie. We should do it. We should do a bit uh, bad hockey scenes in movies. Yes. Oh my god, it's awful. So bad.
1: So would that include um, the entirety of sudden death?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say every Mighty Ducks movie. Uh, Everyone, yeah. oh, the first one was good. No, I mean, no, no, no. The first two are great. I'm just saying the, the hockey in oh. themselves
2: are pretty bad. Well, yeah. so, I mean, Youngblood, too. I mean, you got the flying elbow oh. that nothing.
1: Well, speaking of hockey movies, uh, NHL Network is currently broadcasting a horribly, horribly bleaked and edited version of Slapshot on oh. this its uh, 40th anniversary.
2: How do you, how do you bleep? Can't you put like a disclaimer? It's intranet. It's just cable. Put a disclaimer up right. there and saying, oh, it's, you know, adults, you know, it's got language and, you know, nudity, whatever. But curse but you
0: know, sure. hockey is a family sport now. Come on.
2: <sighs> yeah. Whatever. Yeah, it's,
1: it's currently at the, at the point where, uh, Braden's stripping on the ice and McCracken punches the ref in the head.
2: Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, that's, Violence is okay. okay. Right. say that's okay. You can't see boobs, but you can see somebody knock somebody's teeth out. That's fine. It's like it's like, it's like when, I, when I was a, it's like when I was a kid, and my parents are like I'm like I'm 12 years old or whatever. And hey, can I watch this movie? What's it rated? Oh, it's rated this R, I guess. And they're looking at the box. Okay, it says okay. Uh, it's just violence, no nudity. It's okay, <laughs> which is like <laughs> yeah. which is like backwards, really. I mean, it's okay to see somebody destroy somebody else, maim them, but you can't see someone's boobs. So.
0: Yeah, I remember that was, uh, okay, the worst R-rated movie experience I ever had was when I went and saw Any Given Sunday with my mom. (laughs) I was probably 14, maybe 15. And uh, for those that have seen that movie, they know. I mean, there's some pretty gruesome stuff that happens. A guy's eye gets torn out on the field. The worst part is Cameron Diaz is the owner, and she is surrounded by... Let's just say some big African American penis
2: throughout the movie. Let's just yeah let's not let's <laughs> how let's, the way, let's, so let's just the way to say, say I thought so you were gonna say something very vague. I thought you're gonna say something very vague, but no, you just no let's no no. hey we're an uncensored
0: show, right? Uh no, not, this movie was very uncensored. This this movie was very uncensored. So I remember the first time I uh they had that on screen my mom flipped out and covered my eyes and was like, Oh my God, look away. And I'm just like, you let me literally just watch a guy's eye get torn out on the field. but I can't see a right. part of the male anatomy that I have
2: myself. exactly That you've seen many times. Exactly. Uh, you know, when I was a kid, when I was little, and sitting and watching a movie if my parents were watching with me and say a scene comes on that I shouldn't be watching inappropriate like nudity and they would cover your cover your head I'd throw an afghan over my head <laughs> if you're familiar with afghans they have like a gazillion holes in them so I'm just <laughs> watching through the holes <laughs> so.
1: uh, Oh. Parents, I tell you, you know, I, I will, uh, I will say that I just noticed something that I had never, I don't think I'd ever realized before in the, uh, parade scene where they're going through downtown Charlestown. Uh can, can anybody, does anybody know what movie is, uh, uh, advertised on the local cinema? I don't. The,
0: uh, Batman like... versus Superman. Uh,
1: no, no. Deep throat retreat <laughs> the really? lovelace. <laughs>
2: is it really? It is. That's awesome. Wow.
1: Oh amazing. Uh, I've I've seen this movie uh, probably more than any other movie that I've ever seen, and and I'm still learning things about
0: it.
2: Speaking of uh, Afghans, do you think that's over- how I feel about doing
0: shows with you, Bill? Mm. Oh, wow. I learned something new about you every time. <clears throat>
1: And what have you learned so far tonight?
2: Do, do you think over in Afghanistan they have any Afghan stands?
0: Mm.
2: Afghanistan, mm. Afghan stands. That's not funny? Come on, that's funny. Stop it. Stop it! Just it's kind stop. of funny. It's kind of funny. An Afghanistan, Afghan stand? Come on. All right. <clears throat> Move on. Anyway, you only guys have watched it. All, all of a sudden, all of a sudden stuff's not funny when I talk.
1: Yeah, it's only funny if it's run by an Afghan named Stan. <laughs> oh! <laughs> that was funny See, right. see, I told you yes. Shut I up. told you I hate,
2: I I hate, you. I hate both of you guys <laughs> uh, Today in Blues History Courtesy of the At Blues History Twitter account For February 22nd 1985 Mike Leut along with Future Considerations Which ended up being Jorgen Pedersen Was traded to the Hartford Whalers For Mark Johnson and Greg Millen your your idol Bill was traded away.
1: Uh, uh, one of the darkest days in uh, in Blues history in in, uh, in my book. Um, you know, not uh, not nearly as you know as emotionally sad as uh, the passing of Dan Kelly, but for me it was it was uh, you know the the first time that a favorite of mine got dealt away. And yeah, it just, it, uh, uh, I, I was so angry at the team, uh, for quite a while, um, you know, to, to, uh, to get rid of, you know, the the guy who, you know, I thought was, uh, you know, who I grew up idolizing and, you know, to me was the linchpin of the team. But what do I know? I was nine. You want
0: to know, uh, how old I was at this, at this point? Uh, I was I'm- negative four. I was uh, negative,
2: about negative two months. (laughs) Mm. Wait, uh, now hold on. So you're talking like two months before you are conceived or born? Because we can get into a whole discussion here about when life begins, Ponder. Yes, (laughs) really good. (laughs) And we can get a
0: nasty YouTube comment (laughs) if uh, we're talking about the A word.
2: (laughs) Probably from St. Louis Electric. (laughs) Who, uh is a follower of the show which we appreciate greatly yes for sure st Louis electric go uh check them out for your electric needs i guess um i shouldn't say that i don't know how good of a service he provides i assume it's good yeah. i don't know you you got a free commercial we have I mean, no idea what he does i, mean, I don't want to endorse anybody but you know do your research <laughs> <laughs> so, choice electricians should not be based solely on advertising alone <laughs> just like a lawyer right um in nineteen eighty. February twenty second, nineteen eighty. And actually this would be would be remiss if we didn't mention uh it's being a hockey show. The nineteen eighty, February twenty second, this today in history was Team USA beating the Soviets in Lake Placid to go on to the gold medal game. Uh Jim Craig stopped thirty six of I, I, didn't, I never you guys ever looked at the box score of this game? Because I, yeah, I didn't realize how how badly we were outshot in this game. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, Jim Jim Craig stood on his head in that game.
2: Yeah, Jim Craig stopped thirty six of thirty nine. Mark Johnson, who played seventeen games for the Blues in eighty forty five, scored two and goals and was
1: part of that Mike trade.
2: Anyway, it was uh, scored two goals. Dave Silk had two assists, and Ruzioni and Bud Schneider, each had a goal apiece for Team USA. And Ruzioni's career was set for the rest of his life by scoring that goal in that game. yeah, um, He's always a commentator on, on in the Winter Olympics.
0: Yeah, and he's uh, even got an, an event coming up here in uh, St. Louis, I think March 20th. You can have a thing called the Legends Dinner, and uh, you can eat, have dinner with Mike Rusioni
2: Cool. What does that cost?
0: Oh, I <laughs> more than I can afford.
2: Uh, well, that could I'm be gonna... like $20, and I couldn't afford that vladimir krutov sergey makarov and alexander maltsev scored for the soviets trediak stopped six of eight shots uh, then he was pulled at the end of the first period and vladimir uh, mishkin also stopped six of eight so we had eight shots combined in the final two periods and we scored on two of them uh, usa was shot i shot 39 to 16 and if you guys, if if nobody have you guys seen red army or of miracles and men either of you guys the movie, I've, documentaries?
1: I've seen the beginning of Red Army, but never gotten around to finishing it.
2: Red Army and Of Miracles of Men, both uh, documentaries uh, from the Soviet's perspective. Uh, 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 of Miracles of Men, I forget, I get it mixed up. They're very similar. There's some overlap with both of them. But one of them really covers a lot of the development of the Russian program and how it actually evolved from nothing. They didn't have a program and they how it came about. And the whole philosophy behind that, and how they got good, and uh, the other one kind of uh, overlaps that uh, in Olympics, and then covers it uh, after, more after. And uh, Fatisov is a huge uh, a part of both those documentaries. A lot of interviews given by him. Fantastic, very uh, stuff stuff that you don't you, you never heard about before. Uh, the the perspective, the whole thing from the from the Russian players' uh, perspective. It's it's fascinating. So if you haven't seen it, check it out.
0: I've heard that's fantastic and that is yeah. on my on my list of stuff to watch. Yeah. It's um
1: at at one point it was on Netflix. I'm hoping it's still there so I can go back and watch it. My uh my upcoming uh time off of work.
2: <laughs> you, you, you say time off of work with a big smile on your face. Oh,
1: <laughs> well, I need it at this point. Oh.
2: Mm. Yeah, uh,
0: I no. Mean, being being a male dancer is really difficult.
1: It is so stressful, you know. Because if I only totally give so much,
2: if, <laughs> if you ain't got it that night, I mean, you're walking away with a few bucks. That's it. Mm-hmm. I mean, and your hourly wage is like next to nothing, right? Or basically, yeah. you work for free. You all work for all tips, straight tips.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's he, that's, he that's, he that's works the, the thing about the
1: business. It's all about the tips.
0: Yeah, he works the tip a lot. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes just the tip. <laughs> Just see how it feels. (laughs) (sighs) And let's see, we're what up about eight minutes in? We're already derailed. Eight minutes in, and Uh, already just the tip jokes. And now there's, (laughs) now there's, yeah, I can see our viewer numbers going down, down, down. down. (laughs) (laughs) People are listening for the first time. What the hell is this? (laughs) Uh,
1: Come for the hockey and uh, get the dick jokes.
0: Say, so uh, come for hockey and stay for the tips.
2: Uh, <laughs> who stays for the tip? Uh, I mean, <laughs> uh, anyhow, uh, so Sink- move on. Yeah, let's move on. Moving on. That's a good segue. Just the tip. Okay. <laughs> on, to, on to the next. This is uh, the
1: worst segue we've ever done. <laughs>
2: we oh, yes. We, we don't do segues. Um, actually, this is one of the better ones. <laughs> if it, That doesn't say much about the others. Uh, the blues had a, uh, casino night last week and, uh, very cool story. Did you guys see this? The, uh, Tar- Tarasenko's winning bid, a $24,000 winning bid. Uh, apparently he was being, uh, he was battling uh, against a guy from Czechoslovakia, they said, uh, for this, uh, for this package, which, uh, it was the most coveted item in the live auction that the blues held. And, uh, it was a trip for two on the team's charter to Arizona and Colorado in late March to watch the blues play in Arizona and Colorado. And uh, Tarasenko was bidding, and he won the package. He uh, he won it for his friend, 11-year-old Ariana, who was diagnosed with uh, neuroblastoma, which is a type of of childhood cancer. So over the last eight years, she's relapsed four times, but is currently undergoing treatment that appears to be working, and she is close to being cancer-free again. Her Tarasenko's friendship with Ariana started about two years ago when they were paired together for a walk on the blue carpet prior to the team's Hockey Fights Cancer Night in October 2015. And they connected instantly. A few days later, Ariana returned to Scott Trey to the trick-or-treat in the Blues locker room on Halloween with her peers at uh, at Friends of Kids with Cancer, where she spent time with Tarasenko again. And at Hockey Fights Cancer Night last November, she was on the ice for a pregame ceremony with other cancer patients when Tarasenko skated to her for uh, an unplanned selfie that went viral on social media. So uh, there's a video of this on the blues website uh, of, of her going to the locker room, the blues players singing happy birthday on her birthday. It's fantastic. Uh, it, it's and so it's a, if you didn't like Tarasenko before this whole thing, I don't know how you wouldn't like him after this. He's a, it just shows what kind of, of a good, a good guy he is. Yeah. It's, it's
1: such a great story. And you know, it, I was not surprised to see that uh, it got uh, NHL.com and NHL app coverage. But what I was surprised was that uh, it it made ESPN's coverage. uh, I got notification uh, from the ESPN app about it. That's uh, a a mistake. uh, Well, (laughs) it happened, and I'm happy about it.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that was – I
0: mean, you can't not be touched by that. That was – yeah. Those kind of stories always mean so much more than a goal or an assist. I mean, it's, that's just, it just shows his character and he's proven time and again to be a thoughtful guy. And, and that's something that, uh, th- I mean, that, that girl and her family will never forget.
2: Yeah. The, the look on her face in the locker room when, when she read that, that, that letter that said what she was getting and, and uh, the, she just, just totally just overjoyed. It was just so cool. Um on to uh other team news. Uh, Raddy, team, uh team, Raddy, team team ratty, team ready. Team ready. I'm sure there's a I'm sure there's a, a group of Raddy fans out there that uh Raddy was uh Ty Raddy was waved by Carolina and uh claimed by the blues. So the red is back. You know He's the going, best
0: the best news about this is more Ty Raddy trade rumors. Yeah. <laughs> Raddy burgling in the third baby, it's back <laughs>
2: He's going straight to the Wolves. Yep. And I, I, all I can say about the Blues and Reddy uh, relationship is we.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's, I mean, I think at this point he's proven he is a career AHLer that'll get call ups here and there. I'm fine with the Blues keeping him in the organization. I mean, the guy is a, a fantastic AHL player, but uh, just not NHL caliber. At, again, at best. You're talking about a, an injury call-up for a couple games here and there, but, you know, I yep. I think that's the most you're going to see out of him. Didn't he
2: play yeah. five games in Carolina? Something like that.
0: Yeah, I mean, he,
1: he was a healthy scratch by, you know, two games after he got uh, claimed. So, yeah, he's, uh, he's totally supplanted as far as the, uh, you know, the uh, pecking order goes, you know. By uh, Barbashev and oh, yeah. even Payarvi, and you know, I mean, Agostino, yeah, yeah Agostino, and even Megan, you know, I think is that uh, I thought Megan be, looked uh, really good, yeah, yeah. I mean, they they have all looked outstanding. I, I and, can't, uh, yeah.
2: uh, and this this is a nice segue to our next, uh, you know, uh, wait a minute, I have one thing to add, one thing yes. to add before we move on.
0: Um, so people were saying after the Johnson and Shattenkirk trade that you can't judge the trade until we see how the two draft picks turned out. Well, that was Raddy and Duncan Siemens. Neither guy can crack the NHL lineup. So, you know, I guess you need to base it on who got the better player. And to me, I think it's still a wash. I mean, this is something that I think Blues fans will talk about for years, even after Shattenkirk's gone... Wow, apparently your dog disagrees. What the hell? That was awesome. Oh, We got a we we muted mic by Bill. I guess, uh, I guess he's going a little crazy. I don't know. Bill uh, still has yeah, a foot I mean, left. Yeah. Yeah, this, well, he's smiling, so we're good. So, the uh,
1: yeah, apparently my dogs are uh, are fighting over a treat. So, this is... Uh, oh,
0: they're my. fighting over who's better, Duncan Siemens or Tyratty?
1: Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, so my dog Gidget is a huge Ty fan. She (laughs) thought it was she thought it was a stroke of genius to draft him in the second round. Ah. And um, you know, uh, Sheldon is uh, is much more of a uh, we should have kept Eric Johnson, even though I wasn't alive when he was drafted
2: (laughs) kind of guy. What a hindsight person, a dog, hindsight dog.
1: Yeah, you know, for the longest
0: totally. time too, it's just—it's so funny the parallels with that trade because for the longest time, Blues fans and Blues management considered Ty Raddy to be a, a top-end prospect, a guy who was going to come in and possibly be a twenty, twenty-five goal scorer. And then Colorado they considered Duncan Siemens the next great offensive defenseman who has shutdown capabilities. Neither player
2: has has panned out. It's pretty strange. Should have traded Ready then. <laughs> that would have been ideal yeah if the rest of the league thought as highly of him as uh as the blues did i i mean i you know going by what the the scouting reports were when the blues were saying and what you know i i was excited to see him get a shot and what are you gonna do yep uh so that's the segue into the uh blues assigning uh barbachev PRV to the wolves over the break uh to get some work and uh which I want to talk about Parry a little bit I guess cuz uh, the guy who I couldn't stand thought was was just didn't deserve ice time has looked pretty damn good with the uh, on the Chicago Wolves line
0: well it just I, shows it just goes to show you that everyone misjudged him and he is a top end NHL talent <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I'm not saying he's going to keep it up I'm saying but man he's been uh, he's been noticeable and a, a semi-effective, and I, I just, he's gotten some good chances. I, he's had a nice goal. That uh, oh, was a great goal. I just, I, he's, I, yeah,
1: he's had two two really nice drive-the-net kind of goals, and yeah, he's he's totally surprising. You know, this this call-up, and uh, you know, I, I think it's you know a smart move by Yo to uh, to put the three of those guys together and let them repeat that chemistry they had at the A-level at the NHL level.
2: And uh, speaking of Barbershop being sent down, he was hurt last night in the first period and appeared woozy, may have a concussion, and he missed the rest of the game. So they say it's not considered serious, but we've heard that before. Didn't they say about David Perron a couple years ago? Yep, yep. And uh, uh, Steen uh, at uh, uh, Stasny too this year, which it wasn't. I mean, he missed, what, four or five games, but yeah. Still, you no. Know, we'll get into
0: yeah. We'll we'll get into that later when we talk about the the game recaps. So I'll I'll bring that up later about Stastny. But um, you know I, I've said this before that uh, I was at the draft that um, the Blues took Fabry and Barbashev. and when uh, the spot came up, I think the Blues picked the twenty one that year when they took Fabry. And then uh, they picked again at 32 with the deal, uh, with the the Perron trade uh, with Edmonton. Um, At 21 or 22, whatever that number was, I wanted them to take Barbashev. And when they took Fabry, I said, that's a good pick, but I would prefer to see Barbashev. Didn't think he was going to drop. Didn't think the Blues were going to get him. Uh, With Fabry out, I think that slightly opened a door for Barbashev to step in and say, hey, yeah, Fabry's got a year of experience over me, but I can do the same stuff he can, and I've got some top-end talent. And I, I think he proved it a lot with that Wolves line, and I was really excited to see what he would do after coming back from Chicago after this break. Let's hope he still can. Uh,
2: <laughs> yeah, okay. No that stinks you, that he's hurt you because he was looking great in a Blues uniform. You were uh, you were correct too, twenty first overall.
0: Yeah, and then thirty two for Fabry or uh, for Barbachev, correct?
2: Uh, it was very early in the second round. Four seconds here. Uh, he is thirty third.
0: Not so close.
2: So close. So mm. yeah, it was it was all nothing, and you lose.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think that you know between the. Between uh, Papri and Barbashev, they have different elements that are game. But Barbashev, you know, I you know, when I think of Barbashev and you know who he's, you know, who he's really probably replacing in the long term is is Yaskin, you know, and they they were, you know, best friends growing up, and you know, I think Yaskin probably spent too much time uh, writing the uh, you know writing up of the press box under Hitchcock, and uh, lost too much development, um, you know, just trying to get in and, and find a spot. And uh, Lucky, I, you know, I, I kind of think that, you know, Barbashev's uh, a little bit of luck for him to, that he has gotten, you know, off the, you know, quickly off the fourth line and, uh, you know, onto regular playing uh, on the third line, if I guess if you can call it that. Um, with the you know the other guys on the wolves line, um, you know, whereas Jaskin you know had had some opportunity, but you no, know, under Hitch, he wasn't going to get that uh, you know consistent uh, consistent you know time on any line. So it, it may be a case of you know the uh, the jettisoning jettisoning of Hitchcock, uh, you know, paying off as far as development at the NHL level goes.
2: So, so a, a singular player on the wolves, he's a wolf? Is that the way that works? Yes, he's not a wolf.
0: Uh, what's a singular player of... The Leafs? The oh, Leafs? A leaf.
2: A leaf? <laughs> a leaf? Is he a leaf? <laughs> he's a leaf. A maple leaf? But- what's a singular player of an avalanche? Or a wild? <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: Go ahead, take it over, dogs.
0: Yeah. What do you think? <laughs>
2: I think Bill has a couple of wolves in his basement. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> so yeah. They, uh, so I, I mean, hopefully Barbashev doesn't miss much time, or any time. Maybe he misses a few days, and and that's part of the five day break. I mean,
0: he he may even be back for a Wolves game before he comes back. You don't know with a
2: concussion. True. Uh so the Blues had a really nice run, five game road trip. Uh one swept the five game road trip. For the, uh, for the first time in franchise history to, to do that. And then they won their sixth straight uh, in a game at home and then lost to Buffalo and at home to the Panthers. So we'll kind of talk about the games as a whole. It's been a couple yeah. days since the last game. so
0: Yeah, and I was going to say, but the, the five-game stretch, first of all, that is extremely impressive, especially after the hockey we saw them play just recently with Hitch- under Hitchcock. It just goes to show what a coaching change really can do to a team, how it energizes a team. But at the same time, it, it's just so impressive at all to be able to do a five game road trip and win every one. And the crazy thing is, you think t- back to, to uh, top end Blues teams that the Blues have had over the years, I believe it was 2000 when they uh, seemed like they were unbeatable on the road. Um, and it's just crazy to think that they had never won a fight. I mean, yeah, they've been around 50 years and winning five games in a row on the road is difficult, but it's crazy to think that they have never done that before. And that's a testament to this coaching, to this team and, uh, to the acknowledgement that they made that they have to play better and they have to play a better team defense. And it's also a testament to the goaltending,
2: uh, they just looked – they were rolling that whole trip. They looked great. It couldn't have come at a better time, to tell you the truth, because they were struggling, not playing well, and uh, they were out of the playoffs by a couple points, and then they go on that run, and now they've, they're have they in third place in the division with this with the guaranteed playoff spot. Um, and they got like a five-point cushion over um, L.A., I think, and Winnipeg. So I mean they're 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 safe now, and so if they keep playing well, they should be okay. But uh, uh, fantastic timing uh, on because that that, that five game road trip with the way the team had been playing on the road, which was poor. Oh, uh, I mean yeah. it, it was it was like it was like if they go one and four on this trip, they're done. They it could be done. I mean they, the yeah. season might be over. So if, if the teams ahead of them get hot, so that that could yeah. be like an eight point swing.
0: And uh, I will say Carter Hutton. Keep proving me wrong. Yeah. He looks fantastic, doesn't he? He's I mean, he's been he's been he's been really good on the road most of the season. Yeah. And i I'm gonna give him kudos. He deserves it. The guys, I mean, I wasn't a believer in him. I I'm still not. Sorry, Carter. <laughs> but I mean, he's looked great. He's uh I mean the guy's just he's shutting him down, you know, and that's the, the dude on the road and against some of the teams he's done it
2: against, that's very impressive. Uh, the the trip started on February sixth in Philadelphia. The Blues won that game two to nothing. Then they beat Ottawa six to nothing, which was impressive. Ottawa's in a, their playoff team. Uh, then Toronto two to one in overtime, and then Montreal four to two, which I had the pleasure of watching the last period of that game at Forehands in in St. Louis. That was kind of fun. Nice. Um, so that was a good game. But even though they they were outshot by Montreal handily, I believe. <clears throat> And then uh shout out the Red Wings two zero in the Blues' last ever trip to Joe Louis Arena. To, That's uh, a nice little capper, isn't it? I know, right? That, that I loved. Uh, I loved. How they they
0: they talked about all
2: the greatest Blues moments
0: in that building, and the one that I still go to, and I know you do too, uh, Kurt, is the uh, the thumping. Yeah. A couple of years ago, and then also the
2: David Backus four goal game, the four goal game, and the ten nothing game. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, the ten nothing game was. Just outstanding. Just got going, you know, to, to beat the wings at all and to go in that building and just to kick the shit out of them. God, that was one of the most gratifying moments as a blues fan in, you know, the last 15
2: years. And it's, it's also nice to know that, that we went in there, our last trip there, beat them in their building, and they're going to miss the playoffs this year, most likely. So and their owner died. And their oh, owner it. died. Their <laughs> owner died. Oh God, who, who? I mean, you
1: know. <laughs> I'm kidding. I, Mike Illich Mike Illich is a hell of a guy.
2: Was oh, yeah. what you know? the Rosa Parks thing. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> I did. Did you, did you hear about that? No, you
0: know, I did.
2: Okay. Yeah, that was, that was that was that was very very nice of him to do that.
1: Ah. Uh. No, I mean, it, he is, uh, you know, he, he transitioned that team from a, a laughing stock in the 80s to, you know, the, the greatest team of a generation. And I, I hate to admit it, but, the, you know, the, the Wings were, you know, the Wings were the team of the
0: last 20 years. What did, do- to, 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 for those who don't know about the Rosa Parks thing, uh, Kurt's talking about how Mike Gillidge actually paid for Rosa Parks' apartment in downtown Detroit rent for, was it a couple months, a couple
2: years? It was years because she was forced to move,
0: and she, yeah. was, she moved into a, is, an area
2: that she couldn't afford, and he paid for it.
0: That's unbelievable. And just so many stories have, have poured out about that guy since he's passed. And, you know, yeah, we're Blues fans, and we hate the Red Wings, and we always cursed his name. But, I mean, to be honest, that guy – He's the model owner. He's exactly what you want as a fan, as a player, as a coach. He told his GM, Ken Holland, who, by the way, he stuck with for years and let him keep doing whatever he needed to do. Told him, I got the money for it, baby. Just keep on rolling. Keep winning me cups. And all the players have talked about how he was, it made him feel like a part of the family. Obviously a very successful businessman on top of being a, a successful uh, NHL owner. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I I hate talking good about any Red Wing, but um, he's right there with Gordie Howe, Nichols Lidstrom, guys that you just can't bash because they're just the ultimate human being for a hockey organization.
2: Hey, what do the Titanic and the Red Wings have in common? What's that? They are both at the bottom of the Atlantic. Oh, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ah,
1: very nicely done.
2: <laughs> uh, the Blues then beat Vancouver four to three at home. Uh, I don't think they looked great in that game, but they, they got the win. And uh, but uh, they went back on the road and lost in Buffalo three to two and then lost a heartbreaker to Florida in, uh, in St. Louis uh two nights ago, two to one, uh, on a goal given up with four seconds to go. And in that game. I, I, it was a good, good, great game. But uh, entertaining, fantastic game. I thought the Blues played well. I just uh, Florida's on a roll right now. Yeah, that, uh, that
1: first time in franchise history that they swept a five-game road trip.
2: Yeah, so, so, so it happened twice. You know, we we had it. We just came off that, yeah. and then, uh, now they did it too.
1: Yeah. And, so, uh, I, so did anybody? Does any, do either of you follow Ingle Magazine on Twitter? They mm-hmm. had a great post the uh showing the uh the, the goal uh at the you know the the winning goal by uh Trocek, um, that the the caption was when your uh when your uh PlayStation controller disconnects at the worst possible moment <laughs> because Jake doesn't move. No he doesn't move until it's you know behind him and the Panthers are celebrating. He never he, saw that
2: he, he didn't even see the shot being taken. I don't think, because he, he didn't react to the shot. The puck was – if you can tell the shot's coming, you, you kind of maybe react or kind of go down or whatever, fan out. But he didn't – he just stood there. He didn't – Yeah. He was, still, he was still looking for the puck. Who had it? He didn't know it was even a shot.
1: Yeah, he had no idea it was behind him.
2: The uh, – sort of
0: real quick to, to mention the Buffalo game as well. Did To me, that felt like one of those games, even when they were down by two, that I was just like, they're going to come back and win this. The way they were playing, the way that uh, I thought Jake looked. Um, God, by the way, that Ryan O'Reilly goal. Oh, oh my God. How do you move like that? <laughs> I've device skated my whole life, and I cannot move
2: like that. Well, if you could, um, you'd be in the NHL. I mean, come on. It's true. That's a good point. <laughs>
0: but, uh, no, I, um, I I thought the Blues were going to come back and win that when when Upshaw had the the shorty. I thought that was that was a great goal. Beginning of the end, yeah. For I thought that was the beginning of the end of the game with the Blues coming back and winning possibly in OT. But uh, Robin sure Lehner played great. Laner is another guy that I'm not a huge believer in as a starter, especially since he can't stay healthy. But he's had games here and there where he just looks like a dynamite goaltender, and that was one of them. Well, he's yeah, he had, he's,
1: what, he's the second largest goalie in the NHL, next to Bishop. I mean, I think the so. guy's just damn huge. Well, they didn't they show. Was, go ahead, bro. I was just gonna say I was at the uh, the game when uh, they were in town back in November, and uh, he played then. And I mean, he's just it's so big in stature in the net. It's just it's insane to uh, you know to just he covers so much net. Go you know from a butterfly position, it's tough to beat the guy.
0: Uh, Bill, next time you're talking, can you take the chew toy out of your mouth? I think, I
2: think maybe next time, I don't know. Not the squeaky, sorry, not the squeakiest I, chew toy in the world.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I get excited about large goalies. I'm sorry, it, it just doesn't work.
2: You like big goalies, and you cannot lie. We get it, we get it. Uh, the Blues, uh. Currently, sit in third place in the central division, two points ahead of Nashville and five points ahead of LA and Winnipeg. Do either teams play tonight? I didn't check the schedule.
1: I uh, no, Nashville, uh, Nashville last night
2: lost it, right? Yeah. yeah,
1: oh, that that is a heartbreaker for them because they were down four to one, stormed back to take a five to four lead, and lost it in overtime. That's that's a demoralizing game for them,
2: stupid Brian Elliott. Let's hope. <laughs> let's uh, yeah. Let's hope so. Um. So yeah, five points ahead of uh, LA and Winnipeg, who are currently on the outside of the playoffs, looking in. So. Um. So I mean, trade deadline, guys. I mean, it's uh, like a week away, right? What is it? Yeah, March first. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yep, it is March first, so, and uh, I'm I'm off that day, but I've learned from past years. I'm not going to sit around and watch, you know, uh, a fourth round draft pick get traded for, you know, the third string goalie from Arizona. It, that's it's been so boring the last few years. I,
0: last year was really bad. I remember they they talked about how this guy was going to move, that guy was going to move, and it was like deadline time, and there was like four trades registered that day. Now, yeah. granted. The last couple years, people have learned to not wait until the last minute. There have been trades in the week leading up that kind of make the actual deadline a little less exciting. But, I mean, there was nothing last year. It was was boring, so we'll see if it's different this year. I think it is, personally. I think not just for the Blues. I'm saying for most teams. I think it is going to be an exciting time the next week because teams need to prepare themselves for the expansion draft coming up and they're going to need a certain amount of players to protect. The goalies are going to be a very interesting situation to see how that shakes out. I don't know if that's going to be touched much during the trade deadline, but leading up to the expansion draft, I think this is going to be a very interesting time if you're into that kind of thing for to pay attention to. I, I am. I, I love the GM stuff, the trades, the signings. So I think this is going to be one of the most exciting trade deadlines and uh, NHL, I guess the the expansion draft before the NHL draft. So uh, after the season ends, I think there's going to be some moving and shaking.
2: I think it's going to be exciting. You know, um, I don't don't think it's really been talked about. I didn't see it, but I mean, Shattenkirk could have played his last game as a Blue. Yeah. I mean, we got a few days off here, so. He didn't.
1: Yeah, I... I don't know. I, Sheldon. Sheldon is very upset that you suggest such a thing. You don't. You don't move the uh, NHL leading power play defenseman.
0: So, uh, my uh, God, I that dog's going nuts. Um, I think that um, I, you know, I I want to, I want so bad for there to be a move. I saw one today that I would be okay with, but I think a lot of blues fans would be pissed off about is um, if the blues were to move Shattenkirk to the Washington capitals for them to make one crazy playoff run for a couple draft picks and Carl Osner, uh, because he is also a UFA. And I think, I think that would be a, a decent move for the blues because I think if you're wanting to replace Shattenkirk with someone already in the NHL Obviously, points-wise, it's not going to be the same. But to fit in on your second pairing, I think Alsner would fit. Um, But obviously, you have to get more than that. You'd have to get draft picks, maybe another roster player. Um, But I think that would be an interesting move because the Blues could actually afford to keep Alsner if they decided to. Um, But that's pure speculation. I don't even think there was any real names attached to that rumor.
1: Yeah, I I don't know. Carl Alsner, to me, is – you know, kind of maybe one step faster than Barrett Jackman, but they're basically the same guy. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I, I would not like that deal.
0: Boy, if he was involved in a trade where, where you, you're centered around a first or a second round pick, that's something
2: I would be okay with.
1: Yeah, but for Washington, their first or second round pick is not going to be a great pick. So. Yeah, great I mean, point. the
2: whole, the entire draft, I mean, the, the draft is a weak draft this year, too. So, unless yeah, you get yeah, draft picks fun. for, but it, I was, I just pulled up Washington's roster and I noticed the plus minus for all the players. Have you, have you seen this? Is it I was, no. it's, it's fan, There's only one person as a minus player and he's played three games. That's Paul yeah. Carey everybody's a plus. There's not a single minus player. And it's like plus 15 plus six plus 20, 24, 18, a 20, 15, 12, 27, 19, 15, 20, 14, 16, 10, not even barely pluses. They're, they're like solidly plus players. All of them, every single they are, of them. They're like an NHL 96 team. It's they crazy. Score a ton of goals and they don't allow any. Yeah. I just never, I assumed, Oh sure. They have an Eric Brewer like player on the team. It's going to be like a <laughs> minus 14 or something. No, no, there's not not a single damn Every goal scored against
0: them. The same guy is on the ice.
2: <laughs> every one of their starters every one of their starters, their everyday players, is solidly double digit plus. Not a single single digit plus player. That's amazing.
0: Oh, that is. We'll see what they do in the playoffs because that's all that matters for them at this that's point. That's
2: true. That's true. Oshi's yeah. up plus twenty four.
0: I've been reading that Oshi is on the, the trade block currently. Wow, really. I don't know if I don't know if that's a good move for them. I I, I we all know that Oshi struggles in the playoffs. But uh, he had I a mean, decent playoff last year. He was all right. Flat. He had a hat trick in yeah, a game. He had a, yeah, he had a hat trick game. I remember that. But yeah, I, 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 if I'm them, I'll hold on to him. I mean, yeah, I think so too. He's their second. He some good secondary offense behind Ovechkin.
2: He's got four goals less than Ovechkin. He's got 23 goals. I mean, he's he's putting up some goals. He's 41 points.
1: Yeah, I, I just, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I I haven't followed him enough since he's been in Washington to know. You know, there are rumors of you know him him not fitting in with the uh, the system. But I mean, with those kind of
0: numbers, why would you deal? Yeah, you gotta wonder if it's a locker room problem again.
2: It's kind of weird. Yeah, Oshi. I mean, Oshi always seemed like early on in his career, immature kid. You know, missed a practice, party, and whatever. Uh, I guess you know, being a young kid, you 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 understand you chalk it up as being a young stupid kid. But uh, I always thought the past few years he matured and he has been, you know, you didn't hear as much stuff about him that way. But, uh, and he, I mean, he always seemed like a good guy. I mean, I don't know. Jeff, you, you've interacted with him. I mean, is he a, is he is he a jerk or is he, is he a, is he a decent enough guy? Not with the media. Um, But I mean, I I
0: don't want to name names. There's a current blues player who was a a real jerk to us in the media, a real jerk. And, uh, but it didn't affect our opinion of him. He was, you know, he's a good hockey player and uh, it seems like a good person off the rink, but oh, she, yeah. I mean, he seemed, it seemed like he got along with everyone in the locker room. They were always buddy, buddy telling jokes. And I never noticed an issue, but I heard rumors that when we weren't there, that there were some problems. And, I think it's extended more from between Hitchcock and Oshi than anyone. You got to think he can't be having the same issues with trots. I mean, trot seems more like a guy you could get along with than Hitchcock. So I don't know. Maybe it's just a system issue. Like Bill said,
2: uh, and maybe the rumors are just bogus too. I don't know.
0: That's yeah, completely possible. I mean, it, how many you know? How many times can Brendan Shanahan sleep with someone's wife?
2: <laughs> no, I mean seriously. Well, like I, when, you, when you rumors,
0: score, when you score you your
1: name's Craig Janney.
0: Yeah, no, I mean I heard rumors back in those days, and I'm sure you guys did too. That it was more than just Janney, and it's like, oh, come on, you know how many times is he going to get away with it before the team says enough? You're out of here.
2: Well, you score six hundred goals. You can you can do. You're the you're the eight hundred pound gorilla in the room. You can do whatever you yeah. want. Yeah. Right.
0: Uh, so let me ask you guys then. With the trade deadline, obviously we I think we're all in agreement. So we want to see Shattenkirk moved, correct?
2: Well, I I want to see him moved if they're not going to reassign him and they can't resign him unless they dump salary elsewhere, which is not going to happen. So I, right, I I I, I, I want to see him moved. And well, I'll say this. I'll preface. I'll I'll with it. I want to see him moved if they can get something of value in return. I, and I'm thinking, if they can't get Jack's squad for him, which I can't believe that would happen, but it, then I'm like, well, maybe hold on to him and, and the playoffs and losing for nothing. It, maybe he's worth more to you if you can go and get a deep run. But if you can get something of value, you have to take it. You have to.
1: Yeah, at this point, you know, I, I don't think that the, uh you know, that, the Blues should expect, you know, if you're the front office, you should not expect to go nearly as deep as you did last year. And, you know, having, you know, taken that tack with Becks and Brower, and, you know, losing them for nothing on the open market. You can't do that with Shattenkirk, especially when, you know, there's a Darth of defensemen, you know, there's there's just nobody as good as Shattenkirk out there. You can maximize his value um, you know, I, I kind of wonder if, you know, in, in years past that, you know, if Armstrong hasn't over, you know, had too much of an ask. Um, and, you know, this year he'll be a little more realistic in, in, you know, what he wants to get. But, you know, I ultimately, Kurt's right. We're not going to be able to bring him back. So,
0: yeah, you, you, you know, get d- something for him. You said, you said, Bill, that the management has to realize that they're not going to make as deep of a run as they did last year. I don't think they think that. I think they think that they can win a Stanley Cup with this roster, and that's what worries me, is that going into this, Armstrong's going to say, and whoever else he's uh, working with to try and make a deal, consulting with, I guess, um, they're going to say, hey, we have a potential here. To win a Stanley Cup. We don't trade Shattenkirk. We we acquire other pieces if we can. Maybe we move like a Berglund or a Yashkin to bring in a more solid scoring piece or a a more stay-at-home defenseman or whatever they think they need. But I don't see them thinking, well, we're going to lose this guy and we're probably not going to get past the second round at best. That's my problem. If they have that mentality, they're not going to trade Shattenkirk. And I think they have that mentality. So I hope I'm wrong. And as much as I love Shattenkirk, and I think he should, I would love to see him stay in a Blues jersey. Like both of you said, it's just not going to happen past the season. So I think you, in last year, like you said, Bill, was different. With Backus and Brower, some belief that maybe they could work something to at least keep one of them. Uh, you know, and plus they knew going in solid goaltending, solid defense, solid offense. They've got a chance, a real chance if they get past the Blackhawks. I don't think they have that chance this year. Um, I could see them beating Minnesota, uh, just because of Bruce Boudreaux's track record. I could even see them being like the Kings if it came to that, or maybe even the Ducks, but outside of those teams, I don't see them winning a first-round series.
1: Yeah, um, where they are, you know, it, it, I don't think anybody can expect them at this point to have a, you know, uh, open a uh, open the playoffs as a, you know, uh, a, a home team. You know, we're gonna be we're gonna be a road team throughout the playoffs. You know, assuming we make it. And, you know, I, you know, at this point, I've got a pretty good feeling that we will. Um, but, you know, we're, we're not going to be in the same kind of position. We're going to be playing either the Blackhawks or the Wild uh, in the first round. I, I think that's pretty good, you know, pretty good assumption at this point. Um, maybe you get San Jose, but it, there's, there's no way that they're going to make, you know, any kind of run like they did last year without a lot of luck or, you know, some big trade piece falling in their lap. And I think we all know at this point, you know, that doesn't happen in the NHL. You, you know, you don't just get given pieces. And, you know, I, I, I think that it's time to cut bait. It's time to trade him. I, you know, I I, I think he's, he's a hell of a player, you know, that uh, has been a, a major factor on this team for years, but you know he's he can't be in the long-term plan for this team. And you know the other thing to consider is you know if you do you know if you are able to make uh, a deal to you know with one of the other pieces and bring somebody in and make a deep run, you're still going to risk losing him. And then even if you you know you free up enough salary that you can resign him, what's what's the opportunity cost for Colton Pareko? You know, Pareko's probably ready to move up to that number two right-handed defenseman on this team, and you know, I, I think that you know keeping Shattenkirk could you know, harm Pareko's development in the long term.
2: I don't. I you know what? What what, what would you say that Pareko going to gonna get salary wise? Because he's he's an RFA, so I'm thinking, what? Three? You think he's going to get three,
0: three out of three, this, three. this next contract, right? That's yeah, three
2: per. Three per. You think? I mean, Ish. like a like three-year a, like a three like three deal. Get like, you think you will get like a bridge deal, like three per I, for think, three years or whatever it would yeah, be? That's that's what I was thinking, like th- like a three-year deal, three years, and uh, three three million per three years. Uh, I think that's – I mean, because you can't – I mean, he's not going to get – He's not gonna get four or five. I mean, it's, I don't think so. The only way he
1: gets that if it, is if he gets offer sheet and, and offer sheets just don't happen in the NHL.
2: Right. Unless you're Vancouver and David Backus. Didn't didn't they put the offer sheet on Backus? Vancouver? Yeah, yeah. And because then we, of we turn
0: around and put it on Bernier. Yeah. <laughs> because of um, what's his name, uh, uh, Scott Mellonby Mellonby yeah. was a consultant with them, and he yeah uh, that was the year he left the Blues. And all of a sudden, they're offer sheeting David Backus. <laughs> so so
2: no, yeah, I saw. Yeah, I think. Go ahead. So that he's making he's making almost one now. So it, his cap hit is 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 nine hundred and twenty five k. So that's a that's I'm thinking maybe a couple million more off the off the you know the uh, free up for Pareco. So, uh man. It always comes back to the Latera and the Bowmeister contracts every time. Yeah. Every time.
1: Yeah. And, you know, going back to, uh, you know, the uh, everybody's favorite blues Twitter account, the Scott Trade general, um, you know, tweeting out things yesterday about, you know, uh, the senators having interest in Latera. Uh, Yeah.
0: Take him.
1: Yeah. Take him. Maybe there's interest there, but seriously, you know,
0: I am not kidding. If they offered a seventh round pick, oh yeah, do it. Just get yes, him off this team. Yeah,
1: you have the, to just affect the salary alone. Yeah, the salary is an anchor, and his skating is another anchor. So
2: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and everyone knows it. It's, a, yeah. it's, it's, it's it's the joke of the locker. Well,
0: and, and, and I've said this a million times, and I, I know you guys have agreed with me. If you could do it to where. He's not – I mean, obviously, this isn't possible in, in the NHL uh, CBA, but if you could get it to where he's not making as much and he's your third-line center, I would hate to lose the guy. But as your number one making right. as much as he's making, yep. just get him off the team so you can have a, some freed-up salary to pay the guys who deserve it and then maybe even look at a trade – uh, to bring in higher salary or to uh, uh, look at free agents. I, I'm not even sure forwards who's available this year, but it's
2: it's gotta be better than Letterra as, as a number as a top six forward. you know what's it, 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 moving Shatton, I mean if the Blues feel that they can go to make a deep playoff run, okay let, let's say that they feel that way fine. it's it's possible they I mean they could get hot they've been playing well okay, let's say they they could. Um, and they don't trade, uh, and, it, and, they, and, they, they could still trade Shattenkirk and get some help for this roster right now. It wouldn't have to be for draft picks. It wouldn't ha- I mean, they could, they can get some help, uh, some quality, uh, a quality player or two back on this roster. So I don't, you know, uh, whether it be a forward or, I mean, well, there was talk about, there was some rumors about him for Bishop, which really wouldn't. Help the team that much, I don't well, think. But. And
1: and that was when Jake Allen couldn't stop a beach ball.
2: Right. And
1: his damn Cloutier days, if you will.
2: Well, you'd have to move Allen <laughs> then. So you, you have to trade Allen too. I mean, so that, that's that's a whole other ball of wax. If you bring in Bishop, you can't carry Allen and Bishop, so you have to move Allen. And that's you because know, his his salary is is substantial next year too. Uh we've so got-
0: this is this is a crazy thought. And this is this is a pure uh, fantasy slash NHL 17 move, but I would love it if the Blues could somehow convince Anaheim to take him. And because they have an abundance of defensemen and they are trying to move one right now, if you could get Sammy Vatanen or uh Cam Fowler in here, who have at least one year left on their contract, get them in here for this playoff run, that way you're not losing anything, really. I mean, you're you're swapping Shattenkirk for someone who's still a about at his level, but that'll never happen. Anaheim doesn't need him. They're set on defense. But I don't know, nobody's coming to mind, but if you could find a, another team that has a similar situation with a defenseman they're looking to move who has their skill set, and that way... You're making more of a lateral move, but you're getting somebody who is under contract for one or two more seasons. That would be ideal, but I don't Vettin- think that's
2: even a possibility at this point. Vettin is under contract until he's a UFA in 2020,
0: 2021. Oh yeah, yeah, twenty twenty one. Yeah, and then Cam Fowler's got one year left on his deal. Right, and he's at four million. So that's and I don't think I don't think you're gonna move him. He's emerged to be a, a number number one, number two. But I have heard that Sammy vatanen is on the trade block because they just have just got so many defensemen on that team. Fowler is only 24 years old. I mean, maybe, maybe when you look at—and again, maybe this is NHL 17 talking—you move Shattenkirk, you get a, a top-end forward, not a top-end, but top-six forward on this team, and then you make another move with involving draft picks or whatever, and you go get a vatanen or a or a Fowler and replace Shattenkirk. So that way you can still pitch to the fans, hey, we're making a playoff run. Yeah, we lost Shattenkirk, but we got this guy who's just as good, plus we got this new high-end forward. I mean, again, that's completely unlikely, and I'm sure people are sitting here screaming at their computers
2: saying, well, that's never going to happen. But you know, that would be an ideal move. I think I think if, if Fabry is able to come back for playoffs – that would factor into some of that. that,
0: Is that a possibility at this point? Yeah.
1: I've, I've heard heard that it's a season ender no
2: matter what. Okay.
0: Yeah. I heard that it's, it's, they're looking at, hopefully he'll be back for training camp.
2: Okay. All right. Yeah. So I I was thinking that if, if, if if he were to possibly return in the first round or whatever, then, uh, then okay. Well, you got Fabry coming back. And so you, you, you move Shattenkirk for some pieces to help this team and you're in that much better shape. But
0: I just, I don't know. I I know that
2: we've, we've talked about this in
0: exhaustion for the pretty much all season, but I still think even if, even if they went out uh, before the trade deadline, which they have what, two games until the trade deadline, they play Sunday and I think Tuesday. Yeah. Yep. Um, Even if they win those games, I still am sitting there saying, You gotta move Shattenkirk. You just have to. You you can't let another top player walk for nothing. You have to get something. Yep. I mean well, I was gonna ask this question about twenty minutes ago, but we all got off on a tangent. Outside of trading Shattenkirk, what do you want the blues to do at the trade deadline? Is there anything you definitely want to see them acquire? Is there a certain player you're thinking of? This is open to both uh, of you.
1: So, so, I I think my 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 ideal move for Kirk would be, and I I don't think it, it would ever happen, especially with uh you know the statements that Steve Eiserman's made publicly over the last couple of days that he's not gonna make a move you know for the sake of making a move but i'd like to see you know if if there was a trade shattenkirk or Kucherov, uh you know bringing a another you know good uh second line first line possible winger i i'd love to see that um i i just i don't know i don't know i i i don't think that uh that's
2: wasn't wasn't Tyler Johnson too rumored to be yeah he was trade yeah and you know, and you know I,
0: what, to Bill's point I I don't know maybe this is completely um overstated but you know you look at what like Washington has done with ovechkin they've brought in other Russian players to make him feel comfortable and make him happy to be like hey I'm not the only Russian on this team a move like bringing in Kucherov would I think I, that's wonderful. You gotta you gotta make your star happy, and I think having one or two more Russians on this roster would really solidify that a little bit.
2: Yeah, he's uh, his cap hit is uh was it four point seven six, and he's on a contract until uh, say through eighteen nineteen, so two more years. Yeah, Who is it's, this? It's Kucherov. U- U- okay. It's
1: it's such a good deal that I I just don't see Tampa dealing dealing him without you know uh, other picks and prospects coming back in return you know because
2: so you, th- you think there's no you think that it's
1: going to resign right and you don't unless, think unless well, that's part of the deal
2: right uh you don't think that Kirk could get kucherov straight up
1: i i would love that you know i you know yeah. that i was that was one of the trades that was talked about you know yeah. uh, back at end of january beginning of february and uh you know I, I i would love for that trade to happen i just i i this day and age in the NHL, I, I don't think that that kind of trade happens.
2: I, I like that. I, I was I was thinking Matt Duchenne, but I, I like the Kucherov idea with the, the whole Russian tie-in with Teresenko. That's nice. Yeah. I mean man, Duchenne, if you could
1: get Duchenne would, Duchenne would be nice, but you know, why would Shadenkirk go back to Colorado? If there's no chance of making a play?
2: Well, I, Right, I know. Yeah. But
0: he did say though that he would uh he would resign. He at least from what I read, that he would resign in Colorado. Um, uh, and I would, I would, I would love that because we've talked about this already, I believe too, but putting, yeah, there's no guarantee that that and, uh, Duchenne and Duchenne <laughs> and <I> Tarasenko, <guess. laughs> yeah, that Duchenne and Tarasenko would have chemistry. So, but if you could find a way to, to, you know, Hey, we'll give you Shattenkirk, but you got to take this bad LaTera contract too, because, you know, we're just we can't go over the cap and we're gonna have to resign Duchenne, so maybe that happens. And uh, then I think that would force yo to say, Okay, well, obviously, he can't play with the anymore. If he doesn't play with Duchenne, he plays with Stastny. And either way, that's two solid players to be putting on a on a top line with Terra Yep,
2: yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, you know, when, when we start getting into this, um, fantasy GM. And talk. I always, you know, my always thought is, you know, who's who's desperate? What GM out there is desperate? And you know, the the two names that come to mind are Joe Sakic and Garth Snow. Um, you know, I I don't know that there's any piece realistically that you could get off of the uh, the Islanders at this point. You know, it, you're not getting uh, John Tavares. You know, that's that's the one piece anybody would want. You're not getting
0: that. That, Even you know for bad Berglund Ratty and a third. <laughs> um
1: yes, because this this version of NHL seventeen has uh you know it doesn't have you know the the GM monitor thing turned off. <laughs> we're, we're talking somewhat realistic here. Um, you know, i i it, you you don't want Andrew Ladd. I mean that's you know Franz Nielsen. Would have been good if he didn't sign for so long in detroit um you know i i just i don't know who from the islanders who you, who you would want to get at this point um and then you know colorado you know the the pieces there are you know landis and duchenne and you know i i've duchenne, duchenne's intriguing i mean former second overall pick you know top end talent and just being squandered there
2: He's making um, $6 million a year, too. Yeah,
1: it's, that's that's a reasonable contract for that kind of talent.
0: Um, yeah. Well, the problem with that, too, though, is that uh, they're in the division, and you know a player like Matthew Shen, they're going to get plenty of offers, and if they don't trade him at the trade deadline, they're going to get even more offers at the, at the draft. So uh, Joe Sackick, if he's still around at the end of the year, could easily just say, you know – I could trade him to St. Louis or I could trade him to the East and only see him twice a year and still get a great return.
1: Yeah. But, you know, I, I guess, going back to my original thought is, you know, if you're talking about, you know, GMs who are desperate, you know, chances are, you know, they, they make a move and it's, it's, you know, the, the outcome of the move depends, you know, kind of uh, goes to, their continued employment and I don't you know I don't think that you know if they make a desperation move I you know any GM's gonna gonna be uh sticking around for much longer so there's the chance that you can get them to bite on it you know out of desperation that you know it's a it's a a fix that you know to their their current roster that you know maybe the uh ownership group will say you know what we'll we'll give you one more year you know, this this was a shrewd move. Uh, we'll give you one more year. I just, I don't, know. I, I don't see if, it happening.
2: If Colorado were to acquire Shattenkirk uh, and say he would make seven plus million per year, which is what people are expecting, they'd have Eric Johnson on a contract at uh, six million a year. Uh, Tyson. Tyson Berry. Tyson Barry's making five and a half. Yeah. Uh, Bush, Bushman's making four and a half, and then you'd have Shattenkirk making seven plus. So that's a Sounds lot. Sounds like uh,
0: the situation the Blues are currently in. Yeah,
2: <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> it's A lot of money. Granted, Duchenne's uh, $6 uh, six million would come off, but they—I don't know how what their cap is so had. much.
1: So much tied up in what is ultimately a defense that uh, isn't so strong on the defending part of the game.
2: They don't have any cap space right this season, really. But uh, again, is coming off, and uh, let's see, John Mitchell is almost two million. He's coming off. Uh, Fedora's coming off. I think I as crazy as it sounds, I think they find uh
0: maybe it's in like an Arizona situation. I think they find a way to move Boschuman's contract too. They've been trying to get out of that for a while. And I think it maybe even like the Vegas Golden Knights, you know, are gonna say, Uh, we gotta hit the cap floor. Let's uh let's take on this Boschman contract. So I think that's gonna be coming off too in the off season.
2: You know, it's funny is that if, if we did happen to get Duchenne, for example then all of a sudden then all of a sudden we're pretty damn strong up the middle with uh, Stasny, Duchenne uh, that's is uh, your top 2. I mean that's uh
0: yeah and, and again I've always said that. I think Brodziak's one of the best fourth line yep. centers in
2: the league. Yep. And then if you could move Letera, for something, <laughs> get him out yeah. of there. <laughs> yeah. Uh <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: ah, waivers. Averse. I don't know.
2: I Shatten. I uh, he's he's got he's got like we said uh, to close it out. I guess we to quit rehashing the same stuff. But he's he's got to be moved in this week. This the coming week. That's so. so I'm, I'm very curious to see where he's gonna go. This is interesting.
1: Yeah. So consensus consensus from LGB Radio is Kirk can't be here this time next week.
0: Yeah. Next show, if he's still here, you're gonna have a very pissed off. Let's go Blues Radio.
2: Unless, well, no. Unless the Blues <laughs> miraculously move LaTerra and you know, Bo Meester. <laughs> <So> <laughs> no, I'll, take, let's, either let's, let's, I'll
0: let's, take either or. I'll take either or. If one of those guys is moved, oh my God, I'll be
2: drunk by the time this show starts. <laughs> uh, so, so next Wednesday, I didn't look at the schedule, but next Wednesday, the Blues don't play, but uh, we'll, we're probably going to do a show Wednesday night, I guess, um, depending on if we can all get together and do it. So that'll be Trade to Line Day. So that'd be a mm-hmm. fun show.
1: Hey, I'm off next week. So uh, count me in.
2: Cool. Um. So next up for the Blues is the uh, Blackhawks on Sunday night at six thirty. Oh, so be... what a what a great setup for the Blues.
1: Nobody, <laughs> nobody yet, right? Isn't isn't is the Nobody coming off of their bye week has won a game,
0: and we have to. Know, uh, I want to say there's Chicago. somebody just did. I think somebody's. I think the the record now is like one and
2: twelve or something. Yeah. God. It's god awful. Yeah, that's a brilliant yeah. idea. Brilliant idea. <laughs> well, wasn't wasn't it
1: the uh, the players' association negotiated it in with the uh, the deal to play in the uh, the World Cup?
2: Yeah, that that was. I think that was the agreement. Hey, r- real quick before we get into anything else here, um, Theo Halloran has tweeted us a bunch of stuff. Oh, uh, let, let's kind of let's kind of go over this. Uh, actually, he said, uh, "Okay, so we will go back to the first one here." Um, uh, Sean, uh, see, blue, blue, note, blue note backer says, uh, "And who thought the bye week right before the trade deadline was a good idea?"
0: <laughs> yeah, you know that's that was something I was thinking. Why not have the bye week in, like, December to early January? I thought the timing of this was so strange for all the teams. I mean, uh, I want to say two teams had theirs in, like, late January, but then everybody else's is in, like, February. And I think it's, it's so odd. I completely agree with that. Well, why
1: not give it to, you know, teams like the Blues, the Blackhawks, the, the Leafs and the Red Wings coming off of the, the Winter Classics? Yeah. I mean, you've been under the microscope with all of the, uh, you know, all the, the cameras in the, the locker room for two months. Give them a break right then, you know, maybe maybe if that happens, not that I I want would have wanted to staff them but maybe Hitchcock is still employed here.
0: <laughs> wow, man! Wow. You are you are
2: killing it with your tweets. We he,
0: sorry yeah. we're neglecting you.
2: the 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 next one, uh, the next one he sent uh, was earlier today. He said uh, they need to sell and build for the future when Yo gets fired. But then, but but they will buy instead, trying to add scoring that Yo can't coach. So he's uh, and he's a little pessimistic about what the Blues are going to do.
0: And one of the things he says too is Oshie oh, is a UFA next season, rental player for draft picks. <laughs> yeah.
2: Ooh! Mm-hmm. You also expect
0: a slow deadline day, flat yeah. cap expansion week, 2017 draft, etc. Yeah,
1: yeah. So uh, I don't know. Just you know, to to placate all the the uh, you know the Blues fans that uh, got back on the bandwagon. Uh, during the John Davidson rebuild, um, bring back Oshi and put him on a line
0: with uh, Berglund and Perron.
2: And <laughs>
1: it's it's the 2008 wet dream.
0: Uh, um, I also want to uh, make sure we mention this one. Uh, Theo says he agrees totally with Jeff on Armstrong and the Blues' attitude. I don't see Blues passing first round with Yo and his inability to get the most from players on offense. He's a two point four goals a game coach, regardless of talent on the roster. So uh basically all you gotta take away from that is that I was right. <laughs> <laughs> uh
1: how did I know you were gonna say that? <laughs> uh yeah, it's you know yo's yeah. I'm I'm hoping that, you know, Yo has has learned to uh you know to to unleash a little bit in the playoffs, but I guess yeah, only time can tell that, right?
2: He also said uh, mentioned that uh, time to move on from the Ready era, only reason to reacquire uh, is Blues were still on the hook for half of his salary. Yeah, yeah
1: that that and, you know, they, they kind of owe it to Chicago to put a product down there since, you know, we took their whole first line and right. uh, brought them up here.
0: He, uh, he also lists, because we were talking about this earlier, I couldn't name any UFAs, uh, UFA Center's, Uh, upcoming at this point before they have resigned anything. Uh, Brian Boyle, Mike Fisher, Sam Gagne, Joe Thornton, Mike Ribeiro, uh, Martin Hansel, Nick Benino, Matt Cullen, Tom Pyatt. Uh, I think a couple of those guys definitely get resigned. I think Sam Gagne has worked himself into a new contract. He's had a good year. I think Uh, Thornton gets retained at least for a year or two, depending. I mean, if they win the Stanley Cup, maybe he's gone. Maybe he retires. But
1: yeah, but Thorne Thorne's never leaving San Jose. No, yeah, I don't think so he, he loves it there.
0: And I think, I think Martin Hansel will record. I think he's, he's, he's going so to be right now. He, yeah. He is going to be the Matt Pulaski this year. He's going to be the top guy people are going to be talking about and he will get, I think he's going to get 6 million plus. And I mean, he's a good player, but he's not worth that. That
1: Hansel. Um, he's so hot right now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Hansel. Uh, Nick Benino is interesting, but again, I think he's another guy that p- teams are going to look at and, and throw money at him that we probably does, should do. Does Pittsburgh get rid of him though? Uh, if they can afford him, they've got a, they're right up against the cap and they're going to have to start resigning some guys. I know, uh, Connor Sheary; I believe he's an RFA this year, correct?
1: Yeah, but, but they're kind of in that, you know, they can win again with this this makeup i don't i don't know that you would move benino um you know i i think they're they're in a position where they could afford to
0: i, I to don't think he's saying it. move i think he's saying right. he's a ufa and they might have been right. able to afford him great right. so anyway but interesting players in there uh i don't know about really any i definitely don't want ribiero i don't want that crap in our locker room yeah whatever <laughs>
1: He's just a, an awful human being. So. Matt
0: Collins, uh, he's what about two years away from being on a walker, um, right?
1: And and he's not going to leave the East. He's kind of no. like uh, Dominic Moore. You yeah. Know, he, neither one of those guys is coming out of the Eastern Conference at this point in their the,
0: careers. The the only one of those that I would really consider again is is the guy who's so hot right now is Hansel. But I think he's gonna he's just going to warrant way too much money. And the Blues just cannot. I mean. Even if they somehow freed up some space, we would be talking about the same thing with Hansel in
2: two years that we're talking about with Terra now. Uh, he just he, Theo just tweeted us uh, last uh, twenty two will solid uh, last twenty two will solidify yo for Armstrong because Blues play really weak schedule fourteen of twenty two versus the bottom half of the league. Oh, that's a good call. So yeah, and that, means said, Blues,
0: that means they're going to make the playoffs. And can't lose out in the first or can't second. Lose round. out in the first or second round. Hey, this you know what? A, though so, I'm not gonna lie, if they make the second round, I will be I will be ecstatic because I don't I didn't even pick them to make the playoffs. No, I
2: I told somebody. Uh, I I think I I actually may have responded to somebody in the Blues Lounge <laughs> the other day that uh, uh, if they make it to the second round, they were asking if it would be a successful season, and I said hell yes because. A week and a half ago, or whatever it was, we were out of the playoffs playing shitty hockey. Yeah. And if you would tell me then, oh, we'll get to the second round, oh, well, that's a successful season. Yeah. Not, not because I'm, I'm complacent with, with getting dumped in the early in the playoffs, but as far as the franchise needing money, I mean, that, that's, that's revenue for them. They always say getting in the second round is where you, a team starts to make money. And the Blues could use it, to be honest. I mean, they don't make a lot of money, this franchise. So I think, getting the second round and getting the franchise more money only bodes well for the future, save the fact that we'd drop in the draft a few picks. So Yeah, but it's,
1: it's it's a it's a weak draft year. So, you know, right. To me, to me, making the the second round and having got rid of Hitchcock in a year, uh win win.
2: <laughs>
0: well, and the way I see it too is if if they even make the playoffs it's successful for me because this roster I still say is not a strong roster. Um, and yeah, but making the, making the playoffs with this roster, I would be, I would be wanting to give Mike Yo 10 high fives.
1: Yeah. So, so what, I don't know, um, before we wrap up the, uh, the trade deadline stuff, what teams do you think are, are going to be sellers in the West?
0: That's a I mean the East, it's it's so wide open. You can't pick the East at all. Um, West, obviously Arizona. Uh, I saw that they're shopping Anthony Duclair, which surprises me because he's I know he's had a really bad year, but super talented I, player. And yeah, super so talented young. and young, and he's on a good contract right now. His next contract's probably gonna be week two because his year's been so bad.
2: But if yeah, the Blues could
0: land him, oh, phew, I will take back everything I said about Doug Armstrong.
2: Really? What do you think? Not a fan? No, no. I'm, I was no, I was saying that you would take everything back about Armstrong. Okay, yeah, that's not true.
0: But <laughs> I would be very happy with that.
2: Yeah,
1: that you know that that kind of uh, you know that that would be a forward-thinking move for this team. You know, he's 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 more of a, a you know a, a long-term player. Um, then you know a a, you know, a a piece that you would expect to complement you know this year's roster and, and take it you know further along. Uh, but you know if that's if you could get that, uh, you know, depends on you know depends on the cost, of course. But yeah, I that would be that would be great.
2: Didn't they and say that was going to that me, gonna be a, a seller? They're well, in the playoffs right now. I know, I know, I know, but.
0: But Dallas, Dallas, what, what do you think with them, you know? They're they're a seller. They have to they, be. They have to be. You know,
1: they're, they're, they've are they're got to do something about the goaltending situation. I, I think if you see a goalie move, you know, it's going to be, you know, probably Niemi to another team
0: or, you
1: know, another that was... team that needs goaltending insurance and then, you know, their their off season is they have to get a goalie.
2: That's what the plan was last offseason. They didn't do it.
1: No, I well and that's 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 on Jim Nil and he's not going to make the same mistake two years in a row and keep his job.
2: I think they gotta improve
0: that defense too. It's not just the goalies. I think their their defense yeah, I mean, is, is weak give up as hell.
1: A, you just let Alex Goligowski walk and John Klingberg's had a shit season.
0: Oh you awful. Know?
1: God you know some players require you know a a uh, stay-at-home kind of guy to to be successful and i think that's totally what you've seen in dallas this year
0: you know Especially who's someone like the blues you know who's someone that i th- i would love the to, the blues to take a chance on again they're in the division so maybe it doesn't even it's not even an option is jamie alexiak i know he's not lived up to his hype uh before he joined the nhl but I love his size, I love his uh his tenacity and um I I think given a different situation, if, if one of those one of those uh change of scenery situations, I think he could still thrive in the NHL. I would love to see that guy brought in, but again, I I don't know how realistic that is. I think I think they're somewhat happy with his play this season, but um I, mean, I, I still think he that. could do better.
1: I, I think you just want Penny Alexia coming down more often.
2: Yeah, I, I'm looking at I'm looking at Dallas's roster in the, in the, uh, the, in and the and the Letnan and and I'm just looking at the salary. I'm like, they're on a contract for next season too, and I'm like, what were they thinking? With who? When they, with uh, their oh, goaltending. There, yeah. uh, I mean, they've got that's that's a, that's over 10 million. That's oh, what? Yeah, over 10 million dollars in goaltenders, uh, for what? three seasons they had it? Oh, that's crazy. I don't, that doesn't yeah, make sense to me. That When they acquired Miami, that was one
0: of the most head-scratching moves I've ever seen. You know, uh, Patrick Sharp's a free agent. You know, yeah, uh, there was I, a great defenseman on the Arizona Coyotes by the name of Chris Pronger that the Blues should consider acquiring. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> he's, he's UFA. <laughs> they also have this really dynamic Russian forward named Pavel Hmm. Mm
1: keep forgetting that they acquired that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I wish that both those guys would just suit up for like the last game of the season, just for the hell of it.
2: We're going to, uh, before we do the blues, the social media fails, uh, I could say that we're going to, we have trivia. If anybody listening would like to join us and, uh, take on, uh, Bill and Jeff and trivia, please do. You can join us now. Let's go blues.com slash radio and click on the join us graphic. And you can come on the air and play some trivia and win a blue note sports bar and grill mug. If you beat uh, beat bill.
1: Yeah. And I'm tired. And so it's, it's a good night to uh, take me on. So bring here's on.
2: the, here's the, here's the mug right here. Laser engraved, which means, you know, it's good. Does so. it come with the uh,
0: leftover banana bread beer?
2: It can. I mean, I can give you this one, but uh, yeah, it's, it's, comes it's complete with Kurt's saliva. Yes, my backwash—the last little bit of the banana bread beer. The uh, Blues social media fails. You guys ready to take these on?
0: Let's do it. Uh, let me get them
1: pulled up. Figure out which one I want to read.
0: Let me read. Uh, let me do the first one.
2: Because the, the the we we gave these the St. Louis Blues Lounge a break this week, so we're gonna we're doing the these are these these came from the Blues official Facebook page.
0: Go right ahead. So, go. First one. We have the uh the infamous photo of the blues jersey from nineteen ninety six. Where I think it, so. I believe it was ninety six. That uh was never allowed. Uh the one with the trumpets and the music notes and just the, the horrible lines if you've seen it, it's in that blues
2: history book. Uh thirty five years. Was that the, the book? No by it? Note. no it was yeah. the note by note book. That wasn't thirty five, was it? Or was it? Yeah, it was thirty five. Yeah, it was, okay, you're right. Yeah.
1: So, um, so real quick, um yeah, this, this jersey is just god awful. And I wanna say that those uh the collars that they had um must have been left over from the uh the, the Vancouver Canucks
0: color scheme. Because <laughs> I was gonna say that, where yeah,
1: does orange come into play in the blues? The I,
0: Houston Astros was the one I was thinking of yeah (laughs) god
1: yeah Yeah. the 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 nolan ryan era yeah astros oh god
0: (laughs) (laughs) so uh the idea i guess was quote this almost happened on the blues official page and here are some great quotes from it uh after you get over the original shock of seeing it it's actually pretty cool not as uniform but maybe for a fan giveaway Another one is, would have been cooler if the notes in the sleeves were in the lines and had been stanzas from the St. Louis Blues song.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that would have been been cool. Yeah, real cool. uh,
0: (laughs) The red 90s were the best ones.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the red 90s with the slanted numbers. Yes, please. Right, right. My twist one always gets compliments. (laughs) Yeah. 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 You're getting compliments because of the jersey, not the name on the (laughs) back.
0: Dumbass. Uh, Uh, Maybe if they wore it, we could finally
2: get a cup in St. Louis. What does that even mean? What (laughs) is
0: that? How does that even. What does that.
2: Kurt, jerseys
0: directly affect winning.
2: It didn't make any sense to me. I'm like, what? It didn't put uh, a wink face after anything. It was just a. Just a comment. I'm like, that was a stupid thing to say. Why would you say that? It's dumb. Yeah. Best and, ugly and... sweater in the history of ever. <laughs>
0: it's so ugly. It's cool. <laughs> These are all comments, by the way, people. Uh, yeah. uh the blues would have worn short sleeve uniforms, question mark. Which doesn't
2: make any sense either. I'm like what do you thinking? Uh no. That the, is the not sleeves... what that's implying.
1: Well, the the sleeves are, are uh short compared to the uh you know the the hem. So.
2: People are people are complaining about the the original blues jerseys that didn't see the light of day the ones sixty seven that were in the paper. The Fasolmo, yeah. so all more. Yeah, uh, They're they, selling, uh, they selling them for two hundred some odd dollars in the in the authentic shop, the Blue Note, the Blue Note authentic shop that's got trade, and people are complaining the sleeves are short, which I guess is, you know, hockey sleeve length. But yeah, yeah, I don't know.
1: Yeah, and that's you know they they wore those during the um, uh, the the uh, outdoor classic skills competition day. Um, yeah, I, I I would rather them you know have have not uh, brought those into the uh, you know to be sold. Yeah, uh, yeah, the the story was much better, you know, when um, you know STL Blues History had the only one. That, well, that bastardized it.
2: Did you know that that the STL Blues History one is not on display? Not the one on display at the. Uh, the blues exhibit at the library. There's one. On, yeah. There's one on the wall, donated by Bruce Affleck. It's number 20. Oh. And it's blue. It's not the white one. It's blue. It's not the one on the paper that Lynn Patrick's wearing either. Hmm. So it's a it's a it's a forgery or something because there was only two made. The two number 35s, white and blue, and uh, the white one exists. And the blue one, they don't know where it's at. If it exists at all, and uh, that one in the library is a fake. You know what's funny mm-hmm. is that, that
0: that one that they can't find, it's probably just floating around Goodwill's,
2: like somewhere in Eastern <laughs> Europe or something, and nobody will ever I, I, see it. I posted a picture. I, I said I took a picture. I sent it to you guys. I I, I went to the uh, the history museum, uh, the the public library, and saw the blues exhibit, the hundred year a uh, fifty year exhibit, and. I'll be Dan if there's not a Milek helmet under glass in that exhibit, and a Ken Dryden stick. So somebody... Maybe Theo. Do you know, Theo, why there's a Ken Dryden stick on exhibit at the public library in the blues exhibit? And why... I, I, I think somebody just... I don't know who donated the the Malik mask. Who thought it was, it was a joke? And they, the person who was like tagging the items and accepting them, they didn't realize it, it looks old. But it's 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 not a it's not a uh, ice hockey or even a blues helmet. It's a it's a street hockey helmet. Yeah, I'm. We're gonna have to
1: have a word with uh, our friend Amanda who uh, curated that deal. So
2: I don't I don't know if she had any say over uh, what was taken in or what, but.
1: Yeah. Well, we'll I, that's uh that's on my agenda for
0: my uh my office kids to go see the exhibit.
2: It's very cool. It's an awesome exhibit. Love it. But there was Another a couple from,
0: that... uh, from Theo. Everyone loves the clown jersey. ha <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: It's called the clown jersey, not out of it's not a compliment.
1: Right. It's, not, it it's not out of love. And right. to the uh, to the point, you know, the is, is the the person made that um, you know, maybe if we would have worked, I uh, could have finally got a cup in STL. I don't know if that's a reference to that, to the uh, ugly trumpet jersey. But we did wear the clown jersey in the uh, the playoffs, and uh, Iserman beat us. So, uh, know, yeah, at that point, I was done with that jersey.
0: Uh, uh, hey, real quick, let's let's uh, let's give a little bit of love to Theo. He's been very active with us tonight. Yeah. Uh, so make sure you uh, follow him on Twitter at the O Hall. Six, five. it's Theo Hall Theo Hall Theo, theo. That, theo Hall Hi. hey i'm tired too sorry theo the Theo o theo hall.
2: your new name is the o hall sorry that's that, <laughs> why why is this why is this remind me of celebrity jeopardy on on snl <laughs> uh, The, the pen is my ear the, the, no the, the therapist yeah well the therapist category where uh, Sean, Sean Connery is the, the rapist. I'll take the oh, rapist for man.
0: 100. That uh, reminds me of um, Arrested Development. You guys ever watch that show? I love that show. Um, he was an, an a now rapist. Yeah. The way that it was spelled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyway, uh, moving uh, on. Uh, the, next are we, are
2: we the next one. Yeah, I'll take it. They, uh, after an interview with Steen, was posted by the Blues official Facebook page. Uh, there was a comment, and Steen mentioned in the in the uh, it, there, he was asked about his bucket list, and uh, I think it was that he didn't mention st- winning the Stanley Cup is one of the bucket list items. And uh, one of the comments was because he knows for a solid fact that he will never win, that he never will with the Blues. I'm 29. Blues will never win in my lifetime. Sucks, but them are facts um no that's not a fact that's i mean that's i mean they may never win but you can't say that now as a fact that's just ridiculous that's a stupid thing to say that's like the ultimate pessimistic of every what are you like counting money <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> You counted the money from all of our sponsors.
0: Yes, yes, our wonderful, wonderful sponsors. <laughs>
2: Wait, uh, our sponsor, go? the O Hall. Check out the <laughs> O Hall. <laughs> o Hall. O Hall. Sixty-five. Uh, yeah, uh, he, he he didn't have any idea on the uh, the Ken Dryden stick or the Milek hockey helmet either. So nobody does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bill, you want the last one, or you want me to take it?
0: oh um, let's see who's the biggest racist here <laughs> oh
2: no, it's not all. Done all it. yeah really well, you, you grew up in the land the land of uh, ski masks that you're wearing I can't hear you you're muffled uh, sorry sorry <laughs> <clears throat>
1: so, uh, so after the Blues announced that uh, there will be a uh, Bosnian night at uh, the Scott Trade Center uh, guys don't do this crap We don't need a Bosnian night or any other nationality, race, religion, or creed. Stick to really awesome hockey and avoid this political correct garbage or I'm out. You won't
2: be missed. (laughs) Yeah. See ya. Uh, It is
0: sport. It is sport. So why make it political (laughs) by having a Bosnian heritage
2: night? No question mark. How is that political? (laughs) Oh, God.
1: Not a smart-ass question. Our Bosnian hockey fans. I thought soccer, football, <laughs> it (parentheses) was big for them. <laughs>
2: like, What's with know. all this stick to the game? <laughs> What's with this Bosnians and hockey stuff? They don't like hockey. That's racist. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty bad. Oh, uh, it's, I it's, it's called Bosnian pandering.
1: It's it's pandering to the the local community. I mean, it's you know, it, you're you're trying to connect to. A you know, St. Louis has the the largest ethnic population of Bosnians outside of the homeland. So well, why not?
2: And there was that there was that that unfortunate incident. Was it last year with the the Bosnian that was a, was attacked? I think it was Bosnian, right? Uh, um,
1: attacked, those. attacked,
2: yeah. attacked, killed. Yeah, in the, yeah, in, someone, the oh, in the in yeah, the Bevo yeah, neighborhood. yeah. They were killed and it know. was like it was like a hate crime so I, I, that you know that that may have played a part into reaching out to that community to you know do something nice for them but I, this people are stupid I, they, well the, the thing that bothers me about stuff like that
0: about people that get upset how is it affecting your life right like it doesn't even if you go to the game how is it affecting your it's not like they're gonna the, the blues are gonna' they're they're going to have the announcer speak in, in in not in in English the entire the entire show the entire <laughs> game <laughs>
1: yeah tom calhoun has to announce the game <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah i mean you know and it's not like they're going to change all the banners to be in the the bosnian
2: language i mean who,
0: why do you care it, it, the podcast isn't going to change it's Just let them have their heritage night
2: it it is it is a it's it's racist. It is. It's, it's that's all it is. I don't want mean, to, I don't want to start calling people names, but I mean it's, it's 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 what it is. It's the definition of it. Yeah. So I mean I, I'm not I'm not you know being a harsh. I'm just telling them like it is. We'll get do St. Patrick's Day too? Because it's a it's not hockey. A hot Halloween night? No Star Wars night either. Just it's not hockey. It's not it's not part of the sport. So well, get rid of think that think stuff
0: about, too. Think about the core of this. What? Why are the Blues doing this? It's a marketing tactic. It's to get Bosnians in the door, people who wouldn't normally come to a hockey game, to witness it live and realize how awesome the sport is. So they'll start spending their money on the Blues. I mean, it's it's a pure marketing tactic, and yeah. that's that. You need to take it for face value. It's they're not trying to alienate
2: other fans, so you shouldn't care. Did you see the uh, the rainbow blue note that they were selling, and the outrage because of the LGBT? uh see that yeah I mean, a, there was a, a rainbow blue note that was you know was symbolized the lgbt community and and people got all pissed about that and again like you said jeff how does that affect you whatsoever if you don't like it don't buy the shirt yeah what, what do you That's... care why do you care so much about that About it doesn't make any sense it's a, it's it's a it's a hateful hateful nature of some people and i and I, it really drives me crazy me too all right, moving on. Yes, moving on. Uh, uh are we doing trivia? Let's we can do trivia. I mean, if, if, here's yo, my yeah. suggestion.
0: Yep. We can't if we can't get anyone to come on before we close up the show, we save trivia for next week because we're running pretty long here.
2: Yeah. So if uh, yeah, that's 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 a Bill. Fair deal. I think
0: Bill's already passed out. <laughs> uh,
2: what? Wait, what time is it? <laughs> That's a fair deal. Unless uh, so if you get somebody to join us, uh, we'll have it. If not here in the next uh, couple of weeks. Kurt, minutes, where we they can
0: we'll... where can they find the link?
2: Let's go blues.com slash radio. There's a graphic on there to click on and join us live on the air. So You, you if did the, make if it live, right? It is live. I I mean I did publish it. I mean much I can say. I mean, sure, I, know. I, I did I did hit the button. I didn't double check it, but let's see. By the way,
0: Theo, uh, the the O hall uh he uh he did say no clue on either exhibit question so and, and i think i already said that
2: oh well I'm obviously but i wasn't I, listening I, to you I, apparently not <laughs> <laughs> you're too busy think about bosnians yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and how i hate that they have a heritage night oh yeah you can't believe it it's just offends you personally and it affects your life so much <laughs> it ruins your dinner yep you can't drink beer because of it oh i can always drink beer I mean, I'm being sarcastic. But... Mm. Facetious.
0: Good, good
2: word. I don't know what that word means. I like saying it, though.
0: Yeah, I think you got it right. Uh, did
2: I? I had a vague idea of what it meant. Like, yeah, I like this word. I'm say You it. got vague right, too. Good job. Hey, I- I'm very facetious. <laughs> <laughs> nope. You lost it. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I know I should have quit while I was ahead. <laughs> uh, next time, I'll be more facetious. No, oh ah,
0: <laughs> shit! <laughs>
2: all right, I'll stop. Um, all right, so we'll save trivia for next week then. Uh, that'll save me some work for next time. Uh, even though hope uh, actually, well, next week will be our trade deadline show, and uh, we won't have much to talk about. I'm sure. So unless the uh, Shattenkirk is moved, which uh, odds are okay. You want to make a wager if he gets moved? Sure. Let's do it. All right. So are you okay? I'm, I'm, see what we all think he's going to be moved, right? I don't. Oh, you don't? Okay. So, okay. Huh. Uh,
1: It's, it's a difference between what we think and what we want.
2: Yeah. I want him moved, but I definitely don't think he will be. Okay. Oh, man. Just to, just to be, I I don't, I'm not solidly in the, I think of a move camp, but I, just to be different, I will say that. Um, uh, it, well, how about a, 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 a we'll we'll wager a a frosty beverage at the Little Sports Bar and Grill when we do our show from there.
0: I was thinking we could make it a little more interesting.
2: Okay, we could do
0: uh, something like uh, I don't know off the top of my head something like uh, we could, uh, the loser has to do the gallon of milk challenge oh, or uh, or uh, has to block one of our shots without
2: pads oh something See, I, like that i i blocked a shot with pads oh wait <laughs> i be blocking one of your shots i think oh, you hell. did oh hell i i could do that oh <laughs> now it's on no i i was the, I, the defense when my team took a shot from the point and i was in front of the goal in the last tournament and it it hit off my pad and it oh it's still i still have a lump there from the You're old I, it, I heal slowly, but it hurts so bad. I have never like, heard. You're so like so the anti Wolverine. That's oh. <laughs> nothing heals. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> You're uh, Bobcat. you superhero. Yeah, the thing. thing things that are functioning properly all of a sudden just stop functioning. It's the anti, the uh, bizarro Wolverine. All right. Uh, uh, well. Uh, well, well uh, but well, frosty beverage works unless he
0: can come up with something better by all the time right. the, the deadline rolls around
2: well he might be trading before then so we should do something over Twitter or something all then. right we'll figure out something all right well if you have we'll... suggestions tweet them to us at LGb radio yeah what, what should the be? wager be exactly that's good <laughs> I like
1: it yeah okay and and use the use the hashtag chat or get off the pot <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: good <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Cool.
1: that, real quick.
2: Are are you uh, getting off the pot? Or? I
1: I got <laughs> off the pot.
2: <laughs> okay. And the pot joined it. Oh. Okay. All
0: right. All right, all right. We, <laughs> we 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 we, <laughs> just, we
2: need to we need to, we need to uh, put this horse down.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yes, we do. We are totally. Uh, we're Nick senioring this show right now.
2: I do believe this horse is starting to turn. Um, you can, you uh, how can okay? Uh, Twitter on Twitter, they can find uh, Jeff at, at jponder 94 Bill, correct. they can find uh, they can find Bill on Twitter at Billy Blue Note, and they can find me Kurt at Kurt Price. And the show is at LGB Radio. So uh, yeah. <laughs> That will do it for this week's episode of Let's Go Blues Radio. Don't forget to check out the Blue Note Sports Bar and Grill in Maryland Heights for their grand opening this weekend. It is this weekend, right? They got uh, Soupy Jim Campbell on Sunday uh, as bartender for part of the day. So that's kind of neat. Um, so for Bill Day, Jeff Ponder, I'm Kurt Price. That will conclude this week's ep- episode of Let's Go Blues Radio. Until next time, everyone, Let's Go Blues. Let's trade Kirk. I was going to say that. Well, I did.
1: Let's go Blues.
0: Thank you for listening to Let's Go Blues Radio. Now take off, hosers.
2: Well, there's 90 minutes of your life you'll never get back. Sorry.
0: <laughs> St. Louis Blues. St. Louis Blues. Have you heard the news about our St. Louis Blues? They've only just begun, they're on their way
1: to number one Now oh, there's no more Blues oh, I'll say Louis Blues The Blues are on the ice tonight again They're rough and tough and got the stuff to win They'll always get one more, no matter what the
2: score They are quite a hockey team, my friend.